calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings Podcast. Hey, guys, I'm JJ Crable, and today we've got a very special guest, Nikki Radford. Hello, everyone. How's it going, Nikki? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Cool. Uh, well, Nikki, uh, so as you may know, because I assume everyone listens to this podcast. I have actually listened to your podcast. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm, I'm so honored. Uh, so uh, Noah and I are both a little skeptical when it comes to ghosts. Where would you say you fall on like one to ten, one being don't believe in ghosts, ten like, heck yeah, I see apparitions every day? Um, I think I'm in the seven, maybe okay. the eight range, probably more seven these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 7.5. Yeah. Let's yeah. just split it down the middle. Yeah. 7.5. Take the average. Cool. 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 Wow. A 7.5. That's one of the highest I think we've had on the podcast. Really? Well, I think we haven't necessarily asked everyone to numerically evaluate. I'm, I have a feeling we might have some like hard tens like <laughs> them on the podcast. <laughs> like the people that see ghosts all the time. Right. I was going to say, uh, the house. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole yes. house full of people seeing ghosts. The, what, what was that episode called? Inside a Haunted House. Yes, Download it. Listen to it. It's You won't understand the plot unless you hear that one. <laughs> um, We're all about the plot. <laughs> yeah. Plot heavy podcast. Um, so have you had any uh, kind of experiences that have led you to being a 7.5? Um, yeah, actually, I have uh, a lot more when I was younger. I haven't really had any recently, but I, yeah, I have in my life. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So a lot when you were younger, how, like how young? Um, 
So the first experience I ever had, and it's like, I was young. I was maybe three. We, my parents bought a house. This is when I lived in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, and it was an old like craftsman style house. Um, the couple who had built it, basically they had lived there that whole time and they had died in the house and my parents were the first people to buy it after them. And they, I don't think they had children. I don't, I think my mom told me that they never did. And they were the Smiths and we moved in and I was eating chocolate and my mom's like, where the hell did you get this chocolate from? And I was like, the nice old lady that lives here gave me the chocolate. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So you had ghost chocolate, ghost chocolate. And to this day, we're all like, where did that chocolate come from? So you saw an old lady <laughs> mm-hmm. and sh- OK, she told you she lived in the house. Uh-huh, her or- name was Mrs. Smith and she told me she was Mrs. Smith. And were those the people who lived in the house before yes, you? Yes, the Smiths. And you were physically holding a piece of chocolate. I, so that's what my mom says, that I physically had the piece of chocolate. And you were three. And I was three. What? That's nuts to me, right? Like Did the chocolate have nuts? I don't remember if the chocolate had nuts or not. Honestly, that like is the weirdest thing I've I've heard. I mean, we've like heard guests talk about seeing ghosts. I've never like we haven't had any guests have like like physical like a physical object handed to them by a ghost. Much yeah. less Do you think the chocolate was from like the spiritual realm or was the ghost, did the ghost get like a real piece of chocolate? I mean, that's a good question. Like, how do you eat spiritual realm chocolate? I don't know. Like, how does mouth. that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know how that comes into existence. I mean, like my millennial, older millennial self now is like, oh, I probably found chocolate in the house somewhere and I just started eating it, you know? Hmm. And maybe like as a, a three-year-old, you like invented some story about. Right. But the weird part is Mrs. Smith and I would have not, I wouldn't have known that at Oh, all. so did you know anything about the people who had lived in the house I didn't as you? a three-year-old. No. Yeah. I did not. So. And do you have any memory of what Mrs. Smith looked like or is it just a story that was passed? It was you? just a story that was passed on to me. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever call out for Mrs. Smith when you get hungry now? I'm like, I need chocolate. I'm PMSing. Where's Mrs. Smith? All the time. Where no I one. Am. So our our regular <laughs> listeners would know that I personally really want to have a ghost encounter. And this is like my ideal situation here is a ghost handing me one of my favorite food groups mm-hmm. and than actually being able to eat it. Mm-hmm. If that happened, I would be like a, a 20 on the scale. Yeah, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Smith has got to be the closest thing to like Casper, right? Like I don't Yeah, like a friendly ghost. ghost. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she like watched my brother and I, you know. Yeah. She <laughs> sounds like a nice grandmotherly yeah. kind of ghost. Like a yeah. Granny Smith, so to speak. And what is the age difference between you and your brother? Uh three and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is he older or younger? He's younger than I am. So, so he, he wasn't even born he yet. Wasn't even, yeah, he okay. was not there yet. Did he have any ghostly experiences in that same house? Or did he grow up in that house as well? He so we moved uh when I was I was twelve, so he was nine. I don't know if he had any ghostly experiences in the house. I don't 
I don't think he did. He, although he used to like wander around at night. He was a very much a night child. And my mom was like, whatever. And he was just like, yeah, then we had a toy closet and she'd be like, you can just go to the toy closet, but that's all the only place you can go is from your bedroom to the toy closet. And he would do that at night and he never seemed afraid. So maybe he didn't have ghost so experiences. He wasn't, he wasn't sleepwalking. He no, was he was awake. Strolling around yeah, no. <laughs> he was very much awake. He's very much a night person. Yeah. So even as a child. And so you had, you had multiple experiences. Yeah. That's not the, no, not in that house. Oh, just throughout throughout your lifetime. Yeah. But that was an old house. So it made more sense. So because you, you know, you're getting this information secondhand from your mother. um, Does that kind of factor into your opinion of, of like whether this actually happened or not? Um, Yeah, a little bit. I I mean, I just think like now I think about it like, oh, I could have just found chocolate somewhere and picked it up and just started eating it. Yeah. So were there any other indications that this house might have been haunted by its uh, former residents? Yeah. um, So the Christmas tree, anytime we put a Christmas tree up, the ornaments would be like different in the morning a little bit. That sounds like your brother getting bored it late could at be. night while it everyone could, is asleep. It could totally have been Adam <laughs> running around and been like, I'm changing the ornaments. It could have been. Has anyone ever asked him if he did that? No, I don't think so. But I'm going to ask him now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to ask him. Let us know. I'm, check I'm check gonna, back in with I'm us. We'll update text, our... text him right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we've got the the spirit lady giving you actual chocolate. Yep. Which I would just love to imagine a ghost going to a grocery store and buying, purchasing chocolate. Uh, (laughs) We've got the Christmas uh, decoration rearrangements. Mm -hmm. um, Were there any other kind of unexplained phenomenon? In that house, no. No, Mm -hmm. okay. But you have had other experiences since then. So in the house that I like, I consider where I grew up in, um... My bedroom was downstairs and my parents and my brother's bedroom was upstairs and I was having I was having a terrible dream and it like I was being murdered in my dream, basically. Mm. And uh, something shook me awake. It felt like a very, very real situation and something shook me awake. And I look up and there's this man standing over me being like, wake up, you're sleeping. And that scared the shit out of me. So, of course, I, I didn't wake anybody up in the house. I just, like, took my comforter and went out on the couch and just, like, laid there till, like, 4 a.m. Being like, I don't know what to do. There's a man in my room. And how old were you when this happened? I had to have been 17, 18. Oh, wow. And So, I remember this vividly. Have you ever had night terrors before? No. So, what did the man... Like, did he disappear after you? Yeah. So he like, was like there and uh-huh. then he was gone. Like he woke me up. Yeah. Shook me awake, woke me up. And then he was like, not there. What did he look like? Um. So he looked like a guy out of the 50s, essentially. And he was like, I remember him being like around six foot tall, brown hair, blue eyes. Huh. Is he wearing clothes? He was wearing clothes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know like sometimes when we wake up, uh, like our minds are still kind of in that dream state. Right. There, right. One, the reason I know this is one time I woke up and my dog uh, used to sleep in my bedroom and I woke up 
And I, I thought I saw like my brother's face just like in front of me staring at me and I go, mm, that's weird. And then I like closed my eyes and went back to sleep. And then the instant I closed my eyes, I just felt like licking. And I thought I like freaked out because I was sure my brother was licking my face. I woke and up and it was, it, was him. it was my dog. It was, it was him. <laughs> it, One of those crazy like little that. brother parents, you know. Um, <laughs> But so I don't know. I think about that if, like like with those kind of stories. But for sure, that's that's not not to say it one hundred percent wasn't a ghost, but it one hundred percent sounds creepy. Yeah, it's interesting that she saw a fully formed person. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say I agree with you, except for in the morning, I talked to my mom and I was like, I swear to God, there was a man in my room, and he shook me awake because I was having a really bad dream, and then I explained what he looked like and she goes oh that's sam <laughs> all right what is with all these people naming their ghosts have we learned nothing does your mom have some kind of connection to the supernatural <laughs> she might yeah. or something? i kind of like also i mean you wouldn't like this as much though if your mom's just kind of like sleeping around she's like ah that's, that's sam. sam and then she's like oh shit uh sam the ghost <laughs> Ooh. so did your mom say anything more about sam oh yeah so okay so sam actually started with my aunt and uncle it's really weird uh so my aunt and uncle lived in michigan city indiana at one point and i ended up moving to michigan city indiana and that's where that house was and so um they said they picked up sam from michigan city and he followed them to south bend where my mom like babysat my mom's the youngest of six by 10 years so in the summer she would like watch the kids her nieces and nephews and um she said my aunt Dottie and Uncle John, she was like, I thought they were crazy. They said there was a ghost, blah, blah, blah. But then like chandeliers started shaking and stuff. And she was like, cause she was like, I don't believe it. And then things would just happen. And she finally believed it when like the chandelier started really shaking. She was like, okay, I get it. You're here. And then it stopped. Weird. I love those kind of stories too, where like someone is like skeptical, like myself. It gives me hope for myself <laughs> that maybe there is something out there that I'll experience someday. Um, but yeah, so she was not a believer. No, she did not believe. Yeah. Yeah. Completely I, changed her. Yeah. I love the poltergeist like, experiences too, where things move around and that, that would scare me so bad. Yeah. I just want to have one so badly. <laughs> if this lamp just started shaking right now, I would be so happy. Would just jump the true irony will be if you never see a ghost, but you turn into a ghost. Oh. Oh, I would haunt people so hard. As long as you're not one of those ghosts that's like stuck in like a little time loop, that's the one that horrifies mm. me. Yeah. Yeah. That does not sound pleasant. So, so Sam moved with your family. Yeah. Essentially. Essentially. Cause he moved, he left with my mom and went to college with her. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Uh, this, is, this sounds like your mom has a ghost stalker. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he didn't like my dad when they first started dating, apparently. Wait, what does that mean? Like, did he say something to your mom I don't, or did he just shake? I think he was just like, no, yeah, like stuff like that. <laughs> like, get this guy out of here. Yeah. Uh, I would love to just like see someone getting a relationship talk with a ghost. Right. Like, 
um, hey, you need to chill out. Yeah. This guy's on my spiritual plane, actually. So try to make it with him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys already got chocolate from a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> to say you couldn't get other things. Right. Like, who could say? So what is your... <laughs> gestures. <laughs> yeah. What I mean, it, it brings up a good point that you know, there are people who claim to have had sex with a ghost. Not saying that your mom has had sex with Sam or anything like that, but not if, saying she hasn't. If any of our <laughs> listeners out there have had sex with a ghost, please email realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com because we want to hear about that. I actually know someone who thinks she's had sex with a ghost. What? <laughs> she lives in New York. We can I went to college her. with her. So, her yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> We're finally, we may finally hear what sex with the ghost is like. Um, so what what does your dad think of Sam? Does he? No, my dad thinks he's real too. He's fully convinced. Has yeah, he yeah. seen stuff? Yeah. And that's why he's fully convinced. Now, are, are your parents religious? No. Does Sam always wear the same clothes? I don't know. Because I've literally only seen him once. Right. Like, I only saw him once, so I have no idea. But, like, in how So, he must, if I explained, like, what he looked like. Right. Well, I just explained facial features and all that, but yeah. Yeah. So, were there any kind of, like, really defining features that, you know, you, like, that convince you that you're seeing the same image that your mother and father are also seeing? Um, I mean, when I just explained, like, because I hadn't heard of Sam before. And Uh when I just explained, I was like, hey, I felt like there was a man in my room. He must have been good because he woke me up. He woke me up from this terrible, terrible dream. This is what he looked like. And then he disappeared. (laughs) It sounds like you really have had like positive experiences with ghosts. That's true. Yeah, I haven't been like... I mean, it was kind of frightening, but it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been out in the real world and thought you saw Sam? Like on Marta or just <laughs> like a theater? No, I don't think so. No. So, I every time I open up my Instagram, Nikki, it seems like uh, you're sending pictures from another country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you had any kind of ghost experiences in abroad? An, in another country. Um, I don't feel like I actually have. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, like you go places and you feel like, oh, this is things happened here. Like I've definitely felt that before. No, I don't know what that feeling is like. You like, just like get somewhere in your body is just like, oh, there's energy. Just here. the energy. Yeah, there's just yeah. energy here. JJ still waiting for that that, that big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what it is? Yes. It's just big dick energy. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, that I do believe in. But. <laughs> you said it so convincing. <laughs> sure. Did it come with your new haircut? Or <laughs> I like uh, your haircut. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, for our uh, listeners who can't see my hair, I got it. Uh, cut, uh, I left it a little longer on top and short on the edges very like, like the kids it does are, look very kids nice doing these days yeah it's yeah. got a little curl too it's mm-hmm. nice yeah. majority of of people seem to like the new haircut so yeah. cool well have you had any other uh experiences outside of sam and granny smith sam and granny smith um yeah one 
like one other that comes to mind, <laughs> I was, I went to grad school at Indiana university mm-hmm. and I was working on a project late at night and we were in the computer lab. And so all the computers just like started making noise and I was just like, okay, you know, it's, uh, it's like 2am. They're probably doing like an update, you know, throughout the whole system. But then like we turned and looked and there's this chair just slowly spinning. Like someone was on it and like spinning like an office chair where you can slowly spin around. And I was like, all right, we're, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, there's no wind. I don't know what's happening. Oh my goodness. That's pretty weird. And had anybody reported any ghost incidences there? I, you know, I don't know. You didn't read that? I didn't, yeah. I didn't like, I wasn't like, (laughs) as I was saying that, I was like, what they reported? It's called the ghost festival. Excuse me, campus police. Um, I would like to report a spinning chair (laughs) in a computer lab I'm not supposed to be in right now. A student newspaper. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There was. And found for ghosts or something. Despite this Sam family friend (laughs) from the other side of the valley. Yeah. You're still like seven or eight. Yeah. So there's, you're leaving some room for doubt. Well, right? yeah. I mean, I am like a science background and I could have just woken up and just been in that, you know, that half stage of sleep where you're, you still can like see things and, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's always room for unexplained being very explainable. Yeah. I just don't know how you explain your Right. family having an interaction with right and it's and it's not like it's just not just my parents it's like my aunt and uncle so yeah how do you think um do, do you feel like you have to kind of reconcile the the science part of your brain with these experiences like do you think there's like some conflict there um yeah i think there can be conflict i think for me i'm just like we don't use a hundred percent of our brain ever. So, I mean, maybe there's just stuff, maybe you're using a little more and you don't know it. And there is stuff out there. What is that? X-Files? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah. uh, Rick and Morty. Something's out there. Mm -hmm. Rick and Morty. (laughs) (laughs) I know we had talked about potentially calling your mom. Do we want to try to reach out to her? Yeah, we can. side of the Sam story. Yeah. She has like 50 more minutes on her layover. So. Oh, awesome. What is your mom's name? Jan. Do we call her Jan or Mrs. Radford? No, you can call her Jan. Okay. That's fine. All right. So um, we have Nikki's mom on the phone. Nikki, do you want to introduce us to your mother? Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everyone. My mom, Jan, is on the phone. She's currently at the airport, but she has agreed to uh, come on here and talk to us about uh, Sam, the ghost. <laughs> awesome. So we might get some airport noises, but thank you so much, Jan, for uh, coming on to talk to us. We understand you've got a, a ghost friend. <laughs> Do you have to buy an, another ticket for Sam when you travel, or does he get a discount for no, being a ghost? No. He t- well, actually, I don't have Sam around anymore, but he didn't need a ticket. He, he went wherever he wanted. When was the last time you uh, saw Sam then? Oh, I don't, I really don't remember because he just kind of like faded off, went, you know, got busy at doing something else. Someone else needed him more. I'm not really sure what. Interesting. So we heard a little bit from Nikki about him. It sounds like he really like followed you around and, you know, to different houses and uh, was kind of a just a constant in uh, your family almost. Is that kind of how you would describe him? Yeah, he had, he had actually lived with my brother and sister-in-law first. 
and I stayed with them one summer, and I laughed at the thought that there was a Sam. I was like, you guys are really funny. And Sam does not appreciate people who don't believe in him. And so Sam, you know, like did not relent until I said, okay, Sam, you're real. I believe you. I mean, he would take, there was a, um, a light fixture in the ceiling that had little pieces of like glass and he would drop those one at a time off. He would make windows go shut and open and shut and open. And finally, I just had to admit Sam was really there. Oh, wow. And after that, he liked me, I guess, or decided I really needed him, and he moved with me. <laughs> and did you ever feel threatened by Sam at any point? No, uh-uh, never did. Well, I didn't like it when he shut windows and opened them. That kind of freaked me out, I, I won't lie. <laughs> and would he appear as like a full apparition and talk to you, or was it just mostly seeing things um, move around? No, it's more just glimpses at the corner of your eye of him, or but you could hear what he was thinking. Like he would like ride with me in the car, and I would and he would let me know if someone was gonna pull out in front of me, or if there was a police car that was, you know, waiting to give people tickets. He would always tell me. Did you so? Did you hear like a an actual voice, or was it more no. kind of like an like a like a spider sense kind of thing? Like a spidey sense? Is that what you said? Yeah, Spider Man <laughs> reference, um, but, or yeah, I guess yeah, like just kind of like a like gut feeling. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't hear an actual voice. Wow. I would just know. Um, do you have a, a like any sense of why Sam was following you around for so long? No, I don't. I don't. He did not tell me why. Um, it just seemed like he thought I needed him. Either he thought I needed him, or or he needed me. I'm not sure which. You know, because that's kind of two sides of a different, of a coin, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and when whatever it was that was done was done, then he was done, but it took a, he was there a long time. I mean, we're talking, you know, like from the time I was like 20, 21 to the time I was 40 ish. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was wild. Wow. Now, we heard from Nikki that Sam did not like your husband when you first started dating. Would you uh, care to explain that a little bit? I, I, he did not. He must have thought he was a pimp or something. I don't know why. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that's the first time the word pimp has been used on the podcast. <laughs> And he he was totally outraged. So how did he how did he express that to you? He attacked him. He attacked him. Yeah, he attacked Steve, my, my husband. Did he ever cause like injury, or was it more just to scare him? Um, scared the hell out of him. So, like, what and kind of things would he do to attack him? Like physical, like jump at his throat or, you know, like get in his face and wake him up. 
and things like that. And she finally had to tell him, you know, I'm a good guy. I, I like this woman. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to hurt her. And apparently at some point he, she was deemed worthy. Wait, so dad had a ghost talk with him? I think he had to, yeah. <laughs> so, and he saw Sam then. Like he, I mean, he saw a person, which was a ghost, jumping at him. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. When when people bring up Sam or you talk about Sam, are there any like kind of monumental moments that stick out to you where he really helped you or maybe really scared you? I know when I um, when I travel alone in my car, I was not I was not afraid because I knew I was protected and I knew I would be okay. That's nice. That I, I wish I had a ghost special, protecting me in my car. Yeah, that that was pretty awesome actually. I yeah. really. <laughs> I kind of missed that. That was, that was very nice. Um, funny things would happen. Like I remember when I was, oh, my husband is back. <laughs> he would, um, oh, oh my gosh. It's a Nikki podcast, Steve. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you him howling? Yes. <laughs> I <like> him. <laughs> love me. <laughs> Hello. Hey there. Hey, Dad. <laughs> so, yes. so we were just hearing a little bit about how you and Sam got off to a rocky start. Um, what was it that uh, brought Sam around to you? Uh, he was pissed off at me because I was dating as my wife, uh-huh. <laughs> my girlfriend. The same. He was quite protective. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can even describe him to you if you like. Yeah. He's. He's. Um, yeah. He's, um uh, white guy, beard, um, full beard, you know, not a huge beard, full beard and mustache. And, uh, his hair was brownish, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, that's about, yeah, that's good look. I, curly? No, it was straight, curly, just straight. Um, that's the look I got before he, uh, put his hands around my neck. You know what I mean? I was kind of busy then, <laughs> you know? Did it feel like there were physical hands choking you? Yeah, I mean, he um, choked a little bit, hands off the neck, then held me down. Oh you my know, goodness. he just kind of held me down. And I'm thinking, uh, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> <You know? laughs> now, did you believe in ghosts before all of this stuff happened? Had you already always been open to the supernatural or were you a skeptic? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I grew up in um, um, a family, a large family, but we were a poor family. So we uh, always moved in these houses that had spirits. We're going to begin for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it was kind of interesting. So yeah, we we always believed in supernatural. <laughs> but Jan, you were you did not believe in ghosts uh, before this before you encountered Sam. Well, I didn't believe in Sam. <laughs> mm, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I really thought my brother was pulling my legs. Right. <laughs> Makes so sense. I, I always thought there were like in the house I grew up in, there was something under, in the basement under the stairs. I don't know what it was, but there was something in there. And that's our flight. Oh uh, yeah, 
we got a board here pretty soon. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. Um, we'll let you guys uh, catch your flight. I just have one uh, last question. Nikki told us a story about receiving some chocolate from a Mrs. Oh. Smith. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she did. That was freaky as hell. Yeah. Was there really a, a physical, like, real chocolate that, that she was holding? I don't remember her having it in her hand. I remember her telling me that the old woman gave her chocolate. Oh and goodness. I was like, oh, we don't take candy from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're good. By the way, the house, is, the house is about 100 years old, and we bought it from the original Smith family. So that's accurate, you know. Oh, my goodness. But she didn't offer me any chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But that, but that was... Oh, that I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, that like is my baby. <laughs> that is really strange. Well, we um, his plane. <laughs> all right. Well, you two have a safe flight. We'd love to have you back on at some time in the future. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> Thanks, awesome. guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later, baby. All right. Okay. Love you guys. Be safe. Okay, Text me when you get to Chicago. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Wow, so that was interesting. <laughs> Nikki, your family is something else. I think JJ is jealous because he for sure would have been haunted had he grown up in any yeah. of your houses. Yeah. It's, you know, it was some of us are just born into supernatural environments, I guess. I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, no. It's Yeah. It makes me second guess everything I've ever seen in a ghost movie and I've been like that's bullshit. I mean, your dad said that a ghost held him down and yeah. choked him. Yeah. And like not for sexual pleasure to no. hurt him. To, yeah. Cuz I the, the strange sure. relationship he had with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super weird. I mean, I I assumed when your mom said uh he was attacking your dad, maybe it like Met he was giving him like the chills, yeah, or yeah, or something, yeah. Well, maybe like a boo thing around a corner, not like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like he was trying to kill your dad, yeah, that's what it sounds like. And how know? do you fight back? They're good, I don't think you do. Also, yeah. I gotta say, your dad sounded so sweet and nice on the phone. I can't imagine why <laughs> thought your dad was a pimp. Oh my god, well, so I'm sure at the time he had like this huge afro because he uh -huh. did have an afro back then. So maybe that's maybe he watched too many Dolomite movies. I don't know. God. Yeah, man, that was that was something else. Yeah, we've got to get them back on. I have so many questions. I don't know. I mean, that's that's even different. You know, Devin was uh, attacked by uh, the supernatural. But it was primarily through like dreams and things mm -hmm. that you could kind of, you know, go, well, if it's a dream or whatever. But I mean, to physically be touched like that, that's that's pretty severe. Uh, no, where do these stories about Sam and Mrs. Smith, do they kind of nudge you closer to that uh, belief side of the, the spectrum? Mrs. Smith, no, no <laughs> yeah. um, lack. I mean, that's an awesome story. And um I certainly believe you. Uh, I just, that one, I try to look at these stories as if it wasn't a friend of mine telling them yeah. how would I be impacted by it. That one is really fun. I love it, but it doesn't really move the needle for me per se. Hearing from your parents and your story with Sam, 
is really terrifying. I would say, yes, that moves the needle for me. I, I don't know if it necessarily makes me more or less of a believer. I mean, this podcast as a whole has made me more open to the supernatural. Um, I used to kind of, my experiences, I would just kind of explain them away to myself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, we're 20 plus episodes in at this point, And even the people who come on and tell us that they're skeptics, you know, obviously they're on our podcast, they have some kind of ghost story. And it just gets to a point where you're like, well, what is going on? Right. Like, what is it? And, and I mean, I think that's what draws us to doing the podcast, right? But, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, um, yes, that certainly makes me a little more uh, willing to say there's something out there. I mean, it's, the idea of being held down and choked by a ghost is maybe the scariest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, and I would say just, just because we don't know what is going on doesn't necessarily mean it's not ghosts. Right. But I do feel like, you know, a lot more open to the possibility that that's what it is. Something about just hearing it from someone's parents. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's credible. That's credible. Um, But yeah, I don't. And your dad said, uh, well, it sounds like they're both open to the supernatural, which is something JJ and I have found kind of through doing the podcast is the people that have had the most uh, consistent experiences are people that are like open to it, whatever that means. But they all say that and they all say they feel energies and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's, it's almost like we're developing a checklist at this point where you hear these stories. You're like, yep, 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 yep. You know, like they fit within that grid of, of the supernatural spectrum of being able to have these experiences. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of times when someone says like, well, you just need to be open to it. I, in my mind goes, well, then that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because if you're already inclined to believe in ghosts, then, you know, sure, you can explain what um, you're sensing as ghosts. But But I could say the opposite too. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite can be like, I don't believe in ghosts at all. And so it's all explained by pipes and walls or science or something else for so, sure you know yeah it goes both ways pipes and walls that's my <laughs> go-to explanation <laughs> so jj um how are you feeling after this man i'm feeling way more ghost agnostic like i mean yeah i i think it's healthy that you know everyone leaves room for doubt um I, I don't know if I'll ever be in a place where I can say ghosts, like, sure, I 100% believe in ghosts. But, you know, if someone asked me today, I want to be able to say, like, oh, no, that's a bunch of bullshit, which was me before we started this mm-hmm. podcast. Like, I don't know. There's some weird stuff happening. Let me ask you this. So you famously have this story of being in that haunted cave and they tell you about the water, like you're not allowed to touch it or you'll get haunted. If you're hearing all these stories, would you still be as willing to like just splash your hand through haunted water? (laughs) (laughs) Well, do I famously have that story for our listeners who may not know it? Go listen to all of our episodes and you will hear it. Um, But... Hmm. I might have been, I I might not have splashed the water as much as I want to have a ghostly encounter. That tour guide was pretty adamant that like that ghost was going to haunt you for life and it was not going to be pleasant. So but you did it. I mean, I did do it and I I did not get haunted. So Mm. a big letdown there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, uh, and, and Nikki, how do you feel after that story? Do you feel more or less haunted? <laughs> I mean, I you know, I'm at the seven to eight range, so yeah. I'm very much open to yeah. ghosts being a possibility. Yeah, story of Sam. Yeah. I You know, I don't... This is for your next podcast. Like, you should find... I don't know how he got his name. I have no idea. Like, oh, we didn't even ask Yeah. That. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if he told them or what. So yeah, we're bad hosts. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fascinating if you could go, like, um, person to person back? Mm-hmm. Like, if, you know, we talked to the people who had it before your mom. Yeah, before my aunt and uncle. Back to yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder where he is now. Yeah. He's not with your mom. He's anymore. not. Yeah, he's not. Did you know that? Yeah, she said something to me a few years ago because I yeah. asked her and she was like, I don't, he's not around. He hasn't been around in a while. So yeah. oh, It's so freaky oh. how she said she could just feel it yeah um yeah but also nice sounds like he was a protective spirit so yeah Yeah, i don't know i just that's a hard one for me to wrap my head around yeah me too i uh yeah i think that's why i get so curious with the psychics and mediums with shamans spirit guides all these different um ways to describe people that are in touch with the supernatural because I'm inclined to say, oh, they're not real because they're profiting from it. I mean, that that's a line for me that is mm. a little tough. But but just the human nature and the curiosity of it is like, oh, well, you've got this person telling you they have a direct link to this thing you want to know about. So I don't know. There's there's so many things about this and the people we talk to that I kind of get torn in different directions. But you know, maybe. One day we'll plug in the podcast and all the shit on the walls will f- fly into the other wall. And we'll just know. We'll be, that's it. And, yeah. And we'll probably forget to hit record. Stay tuned <laughs> for that episode. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's awesome. Nikki, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks Jerry. for having me. Thank yeah. you. Shout yeah. out to mom and dad. Nikki. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm JJ Crable. I'm Noah Daniels. And this has been another episode of Real Hauntings. I'm Sam. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.